If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard talk. It's Kev Lewin's decent to sandbox. What's up since the sandbox? We are back. We had a very devastating week eight for the Colts fans, but we're still here strong. Hopefully Steve's Giants can pull it out tonight. That would make my whole week. Yeah, that would be but nice. we are back with some impressions. Yes. Lots guys, going on. You guys know the deal, the impressions. Before we get into you know the rest of our week, we have to break down what happened. And just to kind of start things off on, on, on a note that gave us you know a, a lot of reactions, Lou, before we dive into the games, I wanted to talk about, you know, the Von Miller trade and the impact that has, you know, across the NFL, especially for the compensation it was. And then also the, the Derrick Henry injury. And we know that that's something that's a little bit favored in the Colts, you know, way and direction. But the Titans are 6-2. and two. Losing Derrick Henry, can they still possibly win 10 games? Yeah, I think so for sure. I th- their schedule gets easier from here on out. I think they still have to play the Jags and the Texans. So two two solid games they can win. It just depends. Like now that people aren't expecting them to run the football, like yeah. that old line's gonna really get hurt. So I again I still think they'll be a playoff team now that they're six and two, but Derrick Henry's a big loss. I hope he comes back. That that would be awesome. So is is this kind of trending you towards the Titans wide receivers? Are you putting, you know, a lot of faith and trust in AJ Brown and Julio now, or is it just still kind of the AJ Brown show until Julio shows you otherwise? Yeah, I'd say A.J. Brown and, like, then he Ferks is the other yeah, guy that gets Ferks catches. Yeah. The Ferk man. Yeah, <laughs> I like them. Julio's, Julio's going to give you some catches, but it, it's he's going to have his games where he goes off, but he's not reliable at all in, mm-hmm. in, in this season. I, I don't believe it. Yeah, especially, like, sadly, when it comes down to health um, with Julio. But, Lou, the Von Miller news, I mean, this obviously makes, you know, the, the Rams kind of front runners as favorites to, to go in the Super Bowl, if you want my honest opinion. And I know for the Rams, like, we could consider this another piece, but I kind of want to jump in with, with something a little bit more extensive on the topic. And it's about how Sean McVay has literally sacrificed, you know, the whole Rams' future. And obviously the Rams have been good for quite some time. They obviously have a Super Bowl appearance in his era. But, you know, if they can't, if they can't translate to a Super Bowl now with Von Miller... Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on one side of a ball. I mean, what what else could the Rams front office necessarily do for Sean McVay to say, here, win us a Super Bowl? Nothing. This is it. <laughs> it's it. Like they, they actually have a super team in in place. They've put all the chips in. They owe I they owe probably fifteen million plus a year to five guys. Yeah. I to Vaughn, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Stafford, and then they still pay golf. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's true. That's I will say one good thing that was part of um, the deal with Von Miller is the Broncos agreed to pay half of his salary. So yeah, they're paying that's nine huge. million. Um, that is huge, and you know, second and third round picks for the Broncos. I feel like that's solid compensation. I want to say a little bit better than decent, but I don't think it's great because I still think Von Miller is a top five pass rusher in the NFL, and pass rushers, you know, they come with a high price and. If you were ready to move on from Von Miller now, I bet you his price around the draft could have been a first and some change. Yeah, just about. Or at least two twos or, you know what I mean, a player and a yeah, two. Yeah, That's all. I mean, you can't complain with it, but it, it feels like they didn't wait for the right time. I feel like this, I feel like seven, eight weeks in, like, why now? I mean, they're still, I mean, I know they're not, like, greatly competitive, but, like, now you've just kind of said, like, we're, we're, 
we're kind of playing for next season. So yeah. I think it's a little too early. But, I mean, hey, good for him. Hopefully he gets another one. No. That would be nice to see. For sure. Now, Lou, let's dive into the games. And um, I want to start this off with Thursday night because we had a really interesting game on Thursday. Uh, the Packers versus the Cardinals. And, you know, this was a game we weren't expecting the Packers to necessarily be in. Me and you were just discussing Tanyan and his fantasy impact this week after his injury. But with no Devontae Adams, no Alan Lazard, it definitely wasn't something, you know, I was expecting. I wasn't necessarily going into Thursday night thinking it was going to be a shootout because it was a Thursday game. But this is a game I definitely would like to see, you know, the Cardinals pull away with, especially knowing that they're down. And, you know, does this come down to a, a little bit more of Aaron Rodgers kind of holding his chin high saying, you know, I'm still that dude? Or is this kind of a loss in the Cardinals' end? Honestly, the way I feel about it is I think they let it get away. I mean, like, Green Bay played a good game, like it was gritty, but like if they meet in the playoffs, I'll take the Cardinals. I don't know, it just like everyone was like raving about how well Rodgers played, and I, I don't think he played that great at all. I think yeah. he had a, a solid game, but like if Kyla doesn't throw a bad pick and AJ Green's like not looking anywhere else but at the football, like that's a Cardinals. That's the Cardinals game, or at least it goes into overtime. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Packers kind of exposed a, a weakness for the Cardinals with the rushing attack because AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones both had a decent game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think the defenses on both sides played played solid considering like who, who the quarterbacks were on the other side. But yeah, the, the Cardinals really don't stop the run that well. And now JJ Watts out. Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Legit, Lou's been calling the JJ Watt injuries since hey, twenty seventeen. I've called I've called two <laughs> things this season so far. Seattle will miss the playoffs. I said that very early, and J.J. Watt will not play a full season, and neither will Gronk. Yeah. I said that, yeah. and he has also missed five missed weeks. Games, so absolutely. It's just it, these guys are old and brittle, yeah. and J.J. Watt sucks. And, you know, I, I, I don't want to damper on, on anybody's injury, but when it came down to the beginning of the year with, with Derrick Henry, you know, I said <sighs> mm-hmm. it, it's always, you know, the guys that have the best year the previous year, you know, that can't really make it through, and, you know, it, we're starting to see trends with guys like McCaffrey, with guys like Saquon. and Gurley. Um, yeah, we, especially we saw that with Gurley early in his career. But enough of the fantasy talk. We'll get to that in our rankings. I want to talk about the Jets getting their second win behind the, their new QB they had in white. Just, you know, some thoughts. Like, what what does this really show for, for someone like Zach Wilson with the Bengals being... A team that's arguably top 10 in the NFL, is this you know more of a win for them or is this more of a, a, a kind of a trap game for the Bengals? I think it's a trap game because, again, the, the guy White, I'm pretty sure, so he made his NFL debut, but he has played in 14 preseason games. So that's a lot of experience. I think that just goes to show how like how Zach Wilson like is not NFL ready at all. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's had a game maybe more than one that's had over 200 passing yards. I mean, never had more touchdowns than picks, I don't believe so, this season. And, like, for Mike White to throw 405 yards and then three touchdowns. I mean, the Bengals did kind of get lulled into it. That's why I don't know Corey Davis, too. Yeah. I mean, think about that. I just, I don't know. If I'm Zach Wilson, I'm like, shit. Like, this looks so bad. It looks so bad for him. And do you, as Robert Sala, do you give him another start? You have to, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I would let Zach Wilson rest until he's 100%. Yeah. But this dude, and if this guy actually is better than him, you use Zach Wilson as a trade chip. I was going to say, how how soon, I mean, you'd have to take it to, to the end of the season, right? Yeah. If they finish, if they don't lose, like say they beat the Colts this Thursday, and then they beat another team after that, 
White's the guy. What he has to be, and then then they can do with Zach Wilson what the Cardinals should have done with Josh Rosen is <laughs> trade him while the value's not too destroyed. Yeah. And be like, we and suck. They destroyed it themselves. Yeah. Like, they both ruined it. They were like, this guy's... Hey, when Matt Ryan's done, he'll have his time. Yeah. No. We're, we're not giving up. I won't die. I will die on this hill. He is He is better than a lot of the QBs in the NFL. Give me jo- Josh over Jameis. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's funny. Lou, just want to t- touch on the division talk again really quickly. I thought it was a disappointing performance from Jacksonville. I definitely thought that they were going to give Seattle more of a game. But um, how confident in you are you in the Colts? You know, being able to take that division with no Derrick Henry now. I like it. It's just you. We have to win the easy games. The Colts know how to win ugly, and I it shouldn't be ugly versus the Texans and the Jags. But you have three games total versus them. You're at three and five. And you play the Jets. Those should be four easy wins. That gets you to seven and five. That gets you to seven and five minimum. I have no problem with losing to a playoff team. I have none at all. But again, we've seen they beat San Fran, solid team. They brought it down to the wire with the Ravens, brought it down to the wire with the Titans twice. It's just they can win. It's just they kill themselves with their own mistakes. Yeah. Like I it, it's all gonna come down to Frank Reich, and this is the year where I'm either in or out. Okay. Like, if he keeps making these bad fourth down calls, like, I, I'd rather a guy be too aggressive than too passive. But, like, if he keeps going for it on fourth all the time, like, they went for it on fourth and threw a seven-yard out route. <laughs> Why? It was fourth and three. Yeah. You have Jonathan Taylor. Throw a screen pass, dude. Either that or put, just go in the spread and have Wentz take off. You yeah. Know what I mean? Again, <laughs> or, or, or just have, like, a, a tight end have a quick in, in yeah, route. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, you absolutely. have reliable tight ends. So I don't know. It, it's honestly all on Reich. He he is on the hot seat for me though. Now. You think so? I I would. Wow. He, they're not. They don't think he is. But he's on my hot seat. Like I, I would. I would definitely be taking calls or, or taking a look at other wow. coaches around the league. Just because I mean, lose a big right guy. It's, it's I love him. It just, just, <laughs> just how many years can you go with the secondary not being good? In the offense, not getting it done yeah. Com- consistently. No, I hear that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it. It just. We can't re- be relying on Rocky scene. And Xavier Rolls just played great this season. Yeah. But it's like we have too many injuries, and I get Julian Blackman's out, soon to be Pro Bowl safety. I don't know. He's just got too many pieces and too many draft picks to to give an excuse now. No, you have right. to show results. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And I feel like it's going to depend on Carson Wentz and how he yeah. really you know stays around and are are you are you in on Carson Wentz? Yeah. After seeing what's going on. Yeah, I just he he's the guy. It's he did have two bonehead plays, but again, the <laughs> like offense. The OT pick. Yeah, the, yeah. the off the the O line broke down on the one in regulation, which again he shouldn't have thrown the football in any way, shape, or form. I yeah. just think he's still trying to do too much because of the lack of weapons. Like Ty came back again. Two catches in, again. concussion. Yeah. You just have Michael Pittman. And like yeah. you He went off. He did. He did. <laughs> again, we have a number one. Now we need other guys to fall in line and, and that's it. I think the tight end's next. You know, he's ta- he's really taking a, a huge jump. And yeah. I definitely think you know, That's the, a hit yeah. in the draft. Yeah, absolutely. Second round pick. Second round, absolutely. Jonathan Taylor, another hit. Are you kidding yeah. me? The, and they've hit on the offensive line. DeForest Buckner, that trade worked for them, and now it's just about Getting more mid-round production because they have found some. Julian Backman, he was still playing good ball. Did he just get hurt? Uh, a torn Achilles out for the season. Ah, uh, yeah. In practice too. Yeah, that's tough. That's um, 
But but you know Darius Leonard, another draft pick. You know what I mean? Like when so, he pays, been hurt. It's just yeah, like yeah. him, so, Bobby Okereke. I feel like once they get you know a, a couple more of like I feel like they could find outside veteran presence to help benefit that will complement that team, and then with their drafting, you know I feel like mm-hmm. that'll all um, play out as long as they can stay healthy. I feel like the Vikings of the. AFC. We could take it to the Vikings. Yeah, we could do that. All I right. they they make me laugh. <laughs> they make me laugh. <laughs> Lou, yeah, I, I definitely think that they disappointed in a game where there's no Dak Prescott, and you know, the Vikings are home. I mean, what what's your excuse? And if you want to talk about a hot seat, I don't think there's a seat hotter in the NFL than than Mike Zimmer at this point. I mean, that, oh yeah, that's that team, all in three. Losing those first three games by 11 points. Yeah, that that says a lot about your team. But how much does that say about your coaching continuously mm-hmm. losing those games? That's an interesting aspect to look at it. Another stat that, that we saw in the pregame yesterday um, that was very interesting. Kirk Cousins, all his years in, in Minnesota. A different coordinator every single year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely crazy. And... You know, it it's just what what are the Vikings? I I think you could stick a fork in them. Would you agree? Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't have a prayer to begin with. It's just you you've missed consistently on every O lineman pick you've made. Yeah, you let go of Xavier Rhodes because he was obviously old and they couldn't play anymore. He goes to the Colts, he can play all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. Harrison Smith, but like he's just not. Yeah, he's not a top five safety anymore. And they paid Pat Pete more than they would have paid Xavier Rhodes, and you would say Xavier Rhodes is probably playing better football than Pat Pete. Yeah, different, completely different parts of their career too. Like Xavier Rhodes has a year or two left of good football. Pat Pete's best football's way over. behind over. him. It just sucks because, like, it, even with the coordinators, it's like Mike Zimmer is just cons- how, how many chances can you really get? Yeah, it's not like a Tomlin situation where it's like he keeps failing, but he won one. Mm-hmm. They're no, just right. done. Stick it in. <laughs> so we, you know, we were just talking about sticking the fork in the Vikings. Do you think that you can also stick a fork in these two AFC North teams, the Browns and the Steelers? The Steelers, no. The Browns, I want to say yeah, but the defense is too good. I just and I think Case Keenum can win games. Yeah, I honestly think that they should just commit to Case Keenum Same. rather than going back and forth because. Probably playing at at less than seventy percent. Oh, if, if probably he 50. has if he has a, a even a partial tear in his throwing arm, like that, it's just not it's not working out. And like Odell's dropping passes, Nick Chubb is hurt, and you know Jarvis Landry is finally getting healthy. And it's like if you can get him and Donovan Peoples Jones healthy, and Case Keenum can just throw it up, I believe he can facilitate that offense. And if that defense does have a, an offense that can complement them well enough. And yeah, I think they still can't play, but I do think at this point we have seen a bit of a change in that division. I do think that the the Browns are back on the bottom of that, and I still think that that the Steelers are above them, both the Bengals and Ravens, both on top of both of those teams. Yeah, I agree. I would honestly just call it a wash. Play for next <laughs> season. You know what I mean? Like what? You can't pass the Ravens now. You won't beat the Bengals. Yeah, you can't score with the Bengals either team. No, you can't. And even Pittsburgh, who can't throw the football well, is like, they still beat you. Yeah. And with, I just don't think the jump from Baker to Case Keenum, even if Big is healthy, is that big. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Honestly. It's like, again, it's like the Case Keenum Kirk Cousins bump. Yeah. Like, they haven't made a father with Kirk. He's better than Case Keenum. Yeah. But how much better is the question? No. It's not much. Absolutely. Not worth to give Baker any type of good money. And, you know, both, I mean, the Steelers are definitely going to be a team in, in the quarterback market, but but what happens with the Browns? There's no way you keep Jarvis and OBJ next year. 
There's no way no. You, you can't pay them thirty million and and still justify that over what sixty combined catches on the year. Yeah, I can't. If I can't do if, it. if they'll get there, because I know they're not there now. I don't even know if they'll yeah. get to sixty. Honestly, and if I, you know, what team I wouldn't doubt takes a big look at Baker in the off season, the Panthers. Wow, they're out on they're out on Donald. Clearly, I think so too. They can't draft. They they can't get Watson, or they don't want to get Watson. <laughs> well, Watson doesn't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you think Baker's gonna have to settle. He'll probably take a pay cut to go to a playoff team in good climate with a solid coach with a team that kind of just needs a QB to get the ball there. Yeah, like it's really on Donald to just make the smart play. And I'll give it to Baker. He's a, he's a good field general. Yeah. He's just not a playmaker. No, I know. And this is this is getting, you know, a little weird for Sam Donald because it's like you have a receiver that you were comfortable with. You have another really great, talented receiver. Yeah, Loser McCaffrey definitely hurts, but there are still plenty of games that they should have won. They should not have lost the New York Giants 28-3. to three, No. Or 25-3. Oh, no. I mean, I'm very happy that it happened. Yeah, can't, can't complain. <laughs> can't complain. Um, and, and good luck to the Giants tonight. Um, but I wanted to to talk about two more points, Lou. Um, first, we we got to give a shout out to Kev because Kev actually gave us a lock. The Saints, the Saints were a lock over the box. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out Kev. Um, he heard a lot of back talk. Um, on Facebook, on social media, and a bunch of group chats that we were in uh, about about the Bucks. You know how how could they be? You know, not a lock against the Saints, but um, even with Winston tearing his ACL, damaging his MCL, we saw that um, Kev still got a couple decent picks in him. So uh-huh. if he's got to be right about something, it was the Bills and the Chiefs and the Saints beating the Bucks. But that's pretty much it. Um, last but not least, Lou, an impressive win for the Pats, and I know that you yeah. would definitely agree. I mean, going to traveling to L.A., beating them in L.A. two years in a row, I, I de- think that definitely says something. Mm-hmm. And then, dude, Herbert is its crazy. Every time Rivers played the Pats, he got destroyed, and now Herbert's just following suit. <laughs> it is crazy. Those jerseys were so weak, though. Yeah, Those no. are my favorite jerseys in the NFL currently. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys, that's going to wrap things up. For our week eight impressions, make sure to stay tuned with all things going on since the sandbox. We got the NFL trade deadline. We got some NBA power rankings. We got our can drive. Make sure to leave us a review. Get your born and raised in Easty shirts. You guys know the deal.